0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of A Method to the Madness, our Breaking Bad edition. Uh, this time I'm your host, Mitchie, and joining me as usual is Patrick.
1: Hey, hello.
0: And this time we're covering Season 4, Episode 7, titled Problem Dog. In reference to uh, Mitchie. In- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, <I'm> joking. <laughs> in reference to Gail Bedica and, yeah, I don't know. This is a good episode. It's like it leading is. somewhere. You can, you can see that Hank's closing in on on Gus and Walt blows up the car too, which is a pretty, yeah. pretty big scene. Anyway, can you get a started, please?
1: All right. After Skylar tells Walt that she has negotiated the return of Walter Jr.'s Dodge Challenger to the dealership, Walter angrily drives the Challenger to a parking lot, destroying the car. When Walter later drops off approximately $274,000, his bi weekly profits, to Skylar, she is stunned by the amount, unsure how she will launder his annual meth lab earnings of over $7 million in mostly $50 bills through their car wash. Walter convinces Jesse Pinkman to use his new position as a henchman in the organization to kill Gus, and concocts some rice and poison in the lab that Jesse hides in one of his cigarettes. Mike brings Jesse along to a sit-down between Gus and the cartel, and provides Jesse with a gun. Mike is surprised when the cartel sends only one man to the meeting, who delivers to Gus an ultimatum. Gus, who had been prepared for a negotiation, rejects the ultimatum. Jesse contemplates shooting Gus as the cartel
0: representative leaves, but decides not to. Is it, like, do we actually find out whether the ultimatum is rejected or not? I thought it was kind of left ambiguous. Yeah, it was. I'm not even sure what the ultimatum was. Well, the ultimatum was um, they want some dude, which I can't remember who they're fucking talking about. Oh, it's probably to kill Hank Schrader, right? Is that is that what this is about? I can't remember.
1: No, surely not.
0: The, the guy came with an ultimatum saying he wants something from Gus, but apparently Gus rejected it, which we didn't really see. The, this show kind of does that a lot where... We only see, like, the first half of a conversation, and then the second half is just implied.
1: Yeah. Wait, I... Because I, it's been so long since we did the pr- previous part of this series, but ha- have we seen Gus's relationship with the cartel yet? Uh, like, you know, has he gone to see Don and Ladio or anything? No. Okay, so that's... All we the know is that they're,
0: they're sort of rivals, but can be friends kind of thing. And remember, he right. also planned the assassination of the dude by the Mexicans. Remember he was on the phone? That was last season.
1: Oh, um, okay. So that guy's already dead, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: But we don't really get the backstory as to why he hates him so much until now. Oh, uh, okay. Or, yeah. Sorry, until like the next few episodes, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I really like how Jesse's going through rehab and he's finally getting better. He he looks a lot better. Like yeah. as a person, he looks a lot healthier in the show. Yeah, which... the,
1: the makeup team does a really good job of that.
0: Yeah, yeah, they don't make him look overly meth heady like the people in the last episode, like that dude with the shotgun, but they still make him look unhealthy when he's addicted to meth and a lot healthier when he isn't.
1: Wait, isn't that the next step, the next part though?
0: There was that scene where they were painting, and they were gonna talk to um, you know how Jesse's painting the wall.
1: Oh right, yeah, he's that, that's up his that's house. what that's
0: what makes him. Yeah, he's cleaning up his house, right? So that's what makes him seem like way more better, way yeah. better. And also when he's playing that video game at the start, and he selects restart instead of quit, which is like, <laughs> yeah, it's such deep know, metaphor. <laughs> yeah, so so symbolic of his fucking <laughs> of his journey back to sobriety.
1: Oh right, yeah, so. At at the beginning when um Skylar is talking about how to get the Dodge Challenger back to the dealership, you know there's a Walking Dead reference in here? <laughs> no. What? Yeah, so do you, okay, it's been more than a decade since I think either of us have watched The Walking Dead, yeah. but in the first season, Glenn drives that same car, the Dodge Challenger. Right. Um it's it's the one he finds and he's like really excited about. Okay. And then she's like oh yeah you got to talk to the general manager his name is glenn
0: right okay and
1: both these shows premiered on amc yeah true and they were both airing around the same time and both of these shows kind of kick-started this like prestige tv age that we're seeing now yeah yeah so yeah yeah it's a, it's a <laughs> um and That's there's it. a similarly there's a breaking bad reference in uh walking dead as well around like the similar season
0: Break, Breaking Bad actually is a prestige show, though. But Walking Dead is like <laughs> gone down the toilet. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, you know, I say prestige, I mean like like very heavily serialized, uh, like plotting, you know, show.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. And I that, can't believe it's, it's finishing drama. though. Yeah, I know. Isn't isn't there any? La- isn't this the last season that's coming out of the Walking Dead? I, th- I think so. <laughs> like fucking fifteen years later, almost. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Like it's. L- yeah, it's been a long time. I think
1: they've just, like, completely recycled the cast as well. There's, like, hardly anyone from the original uh, season. It's just ridiculous. Like, yeah. why not
0: just, like, make another show rather than just... Anyway.
1: But, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Out of all things they reference is The Walking Dead.
0: But, yeah, um, like we were saying last episode, Skyler really doesn't know what the fuck is going on with Walt because she's clearly really surprised, surprised by the amount of money that he brings in. And just shows you like yeah she really just doesn't know anything yeah. about anything she, she obviously in her mind it's a lot not as anywhere near as worse as what she what she thinks it is hmm. you know like Walt's in deep with like some big criminals and he's earning like fucking heaps of money like 7 million dollars a year like that's that's a lot of fucking money
1: that is a hefty amount it, so Especially much when so you don't that, pay tax.
0: yeah
1: um He's, you know, he's he's just willing to destroy that car and pay fifty two grand to get to get it yeah. cleaned up. I like and how. I guess
0: that's what like half a week's worth of work. Yeah, it's
1: nothing to him. <laughs> and Saul works his magic and keeps it off the record. And then he goes, "Can I yeah. at least get an outer boy?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Saul's fucking great. And then he wants to hire someone to ameliorate the situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Pretty much everything with Saul is just gold.
0: Yeah. All right, should we continue?
1: Okay, Um, Jesse returns to his rehab group. During his turn, he discreetly shares his feelings about killing Gail Bedeker, saying he shot a problem dog that otherwise did nothing wrong. Jesse angrily disagrees when the group leader tells him not to judge himself and reveals to everyone that he had used the group as a market to peddle meth. The group leader finally expresses disapproval of Jesse. Hank meets with Steve Gomez and ASAC George Merkert and explains his theory that Gus leads a large meth operation. Although Hank's investigation into Madrigal Electromotive, the German parent company of Los Pollos Hermanos, was stopped by its attorney. Hank reveals that Gus's fingerprints on the cup Hank had earlier obtained from Los Pollos Hermanos match fingerprints found in Gail's apartment.
0: The rehab scene's good because it's like, I was just thinking like, if if Jesse actually went ahead and just admitted that he had killed a man in cold blood, yes it's illegal obviously and it's probably the group leader's responsibility to call the police or something like that and that's why i understand why he wouldn't do that but the reaction from the other methods probably wouldn't have been as bad as when he said admits that he just killed a dog for no reason (laughs) yeah it's like as soon as you say you kill an innocent dog for no reason you weren't putting him down you just shot it because you felt like it that's when you get like like, all the fucking hate in the world, right? But all those bikies sitting around in that group, they probably all killed someone before, and they're like, yeah, I mean, I guess it's bad, but, you know, its he's probably a cunt anyway or whatever, but you can't justify that with a dog. It's like anyone who kills a dog for no reason. That's why John Wick is so
1: effective. Like, you know, no one gives a fuck (laughs) that his wife died, but as
0: soon as his dog
1: dies, he's he's like, oh, yeah, we're on his side now. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Yeah. I mean, it just works, you know? Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) I, I really do this this is such a good scene uh, you know the argument Jesse brings up um, and yeah it's yeah iconic. yeah um, you know the the show I think this is like kind of where it most potently deals with like moral and practical consequences in regards to like committing crimes mm. and hurting other people. Yeah so because you know rehabilitation is about like reflection and acceptance right which is what the group leader is trying to you know get at. And a major societal ill in all around the world is that the prisons is about the prison systems we have. You know, we have this mentality of like lock people up and forget about it. Yeah. Don't actually help them, and then that'll solve you know crime and shit. Yeah. And so you know that that's why what what this, the group leader is talking about is you know um, you know rehabilitation that isn't about you know punishment. But then Jesse brings up the thing about you know actual punishment and like, well, what's if you know it's it's effectively the main point of the law. You know, what's to stop him killing more innocent dogs if he's just gonna if he if he just says oh well you know just accepts it and moves on how Mm. you know what's stopping him from killing as many dogs as he wants and then you know that guy has nothing to say about that well mainly because jesse brings up the fact that he was selling meth to his uh, the other people yeah but i don't know i you know i wonder what he would have said if if jesse hadn't brung that up like what would be his counter-argument
0: yeah yeah exactly yeah it's it's really great scene like yeah, it also, it's, it's, it, he says saying he says, um, if you do something and nothing happens, what's the point? He's also like kind of given up on life too, like a very nihilistic kind of viewpoint of, of what Jesse's saying. Like, I know he's referring to the crime as well, and, and you should, why does it matter if you do good or bad? Because it doesn't really make a difference at the end of the day. That's what he was trying to say, but it, it was also very nihilist too, which I liked. It was, yeah, because it kind of links back to like that fly episode. And,
1: yeah, yeah, for sure. I just, I wrote down this thing about, in the scene where Jesse asks Mike what Gus meant when he says he sees something in him, mm. and then Mike answers, "Oh, maybe loyalty, except maybe for the wrong guy." Yeah, <laughs> uh, which is interesting. Like Mike seems to be completely on Gus's side, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. Like it's he's accepting the fact that Jesse could kill Gus because he's only loyal to Walter, right? But yet yeah, they keep him there.
1: Yeah, and like, he's obviously trying to convert him to their side.
0: Yeah, he's manipulating him in, like, a weird, like, uh, reverse psychology way, I suppose. Mm. That's what they're trying to do. Yeah, but, you know,
1: it's just, I don't know, it's, it's, it's weird coming from Mike as, like, a couple episodes earlier, you know, uh, him and Walter at that bar, that conversation of, like, well, you know, if it could happen to Victor, it could happen to you. Mm. But Mike still seems, like, you know, strong in his in his uh, loyalty
0: to Gus. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he always has been. Yeah,
1: and then we get the uh, the Hank and Steve Gomez. Oh, Steve Gomez comes back finally. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you were saying uh, the other episode, he hasn't, we haven't seen him in a while. I like how you know he's going through his his theory, and then as soon as he mentions Gus, the demeanor on Gomez and the other guy just changes so quickly. Like they just, like they they were you know they were following him, thinking maybe oh yeah this is pl- this is kind of plausible until they mm. mentioned Gus because and it just shows how effectively Gus has built a rapport with the DEA yeah you know like they're just so incredulous once they bring him up
0: yeah yeah but then the fingerprints
1: yeah well yeah I mean that's obviously it's the last thing before the episode ends so it's very it's a turning point for everyone
0: I really like that like I've been watching Hannibal the series about Hannibal Lecter And it's also very similar in that because the whole time, you know, it's Hannibal because obviously Hannibal's a baddie in all his movies and shows, Mm. but like all the people, the only one dude suspects it and he doesn't have any evidence. And the rest of the people are like, no, I can't be him. He's such a nice guy and all this and that. And you just know as an audience, like (laughs) he's pure evil as well. It's it's a very similar situation. Like just kind of pisses you off, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. We're finally getting somewhere. Maybe people are a Gus.
1: Yeah, it's all Walter's fault too. Just funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, true.
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening. Join us next time for episode eight of season four. All right, see you later. All right, this, this whole thing is about self acceptance. Kicking the hell out of yourself doesn't give meaning to anything. So I should stop judging and accept. To start. So no matter what I do, hooray for me because I'm a great guy, it's all good. No matter how many dogs I kill, I just, or do an inventory and accept?
1: I mean, you back your truck over your own kid and you, like, accept?
0: What a load of crap. Hey, Jesse, I know you're in pain. No, you, you know what? Why I'm here in the first place is to sell your meth.
1: You're nothing to me but customers. If you like the series, Mitchie's going to tell you where you can find more of these.
0: Yep, so you can find us on Spotify, YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud or Stitcher and we've also got a website amttm.com where you can find our fabulous episodes on Breaking Bad.
1: If you have any questions, queries, insights or criticism you can send them to mail at amttm.com
0: And as always, thank you for listening.